All right. Okay. Good morning, everybody. Happy New Week. Um, I'm excited about this week. Um, you know, lots of things happening and also school holidays around the corner. So hopefully we're going to get to go back to Queensland um, again to the sunshine. But next to me, more importantly, is someone from Queensland, from Cairns, Rita Zapula, author of Today's Profits, Tomorrow's Freedom. And um, Rita and I met in Cairns, my very first Cairns trip, actually, Rita. Uh, it was our very first try to do some workshops up there. Um, and what, what is it, coming up to three years now? It'll be three years shortly. Yeah, you're right. It'll be three, three years, years. Yeah. yeah. And um, you and I met. And then after that, you actually became kind of my go-to person in Cairns. We would come and we'd go to dinner. <laughs> And we chit chat all sorts of business books, whatever. And then you'd even crude and help me out at some of the events. Yes. I really um, admire also how uh, how much you've worked on establishing your networking cans and how important you know that is for business, yeah. right? But I here went. today, we are, thank you for giving up your time today, by the way. Uh, we're here to talk about uh, you, your expertise, your book. Um, and some of the wisdom you've got to share with um, these small business owners that listen to me week in and week out. So I'm going to give you the official introduction and we can um, then start talking about what it means for business owners to take control of their super and why, of course, your, um, your book is all about today's profits, tomorrow's freedom. So here's the official introduction. Rita Zapula is this uh, uh, principal of SMSF Strategic Advisors and Strategic Business Insights. So she has over 30 years of experience in the financial services industry, having commenced her career as a chartered accountant and now works as a certified financial planner and business coach and mentor. So this combination of experience, expertise and qualifications gives Rita a comprehensive understanding of business structures and the Australian tax and superannuation laws. In 2000, Rita began to specialise specifically in the financial planning sector, focusing on small managed superannuation funds and superannuation advice, retirement planning, estate planning and success succession planning. Uh, so if you're like most small business owners that she meets, um, who are not contributing to your super um, as you feel like you don't have them. I know I was in that space, Rita. Um, oh, yeah. About five or, so, five or six years ago, I felt like, yeah, I didn't have money to um, separate out. Um, and, um, you know, you keep saying it, you're going to do it. So, um, you know, and then you realise next um, next year is five or even 10 years later and you have nothing that you put away for your retirement and um, things are looking very uh, bleak. So Rita will teach us today how to start small and build up your super even when you don't have much profit in your business. Okay. No. All right. So I know that super is important because I've got my own financial planner and accountant drilling that into my head as well. So do you want to give us a little bit of a background of why was your passion to enter this industry to begin with um, yeah. and tell us what you've observed? Yeah, thanks, Nat, and thanks for having me today. Yeah. What yeah. I found, and I think it was, that was the catalyst for me even writing the book, was I was seeing clients at 61 or 63 years of age about to retire and they'd come into me and expect me to wave a magic wand and we'd realise they had nothing at all saved in, in their super. So these people had worked 10 or 15 years in their business and some 20, and then what we realised was that they just weren't putting money away because they thought they'd sell the business, that the business was going to be their super. And even if they could sell their business, what we found, they never got the price they wanted. It was always much less than they thought. So 
here they were about to retire, burnt out. They had no more. They physically couldn't keep working or they had no more money to keep propping up the business. And all of a sudden they had nothing to live on. So I found this really, really heartbreaking and I went, I've got to put a stop to it. So my aim was to try and talk to people at 35, 40, 50, even just that 10, 15 years earlier, I could make such a difference in their lives. And that's what was the catalyst to start to write the book and why I'm so passionate about making small business owners understand super. So You do work really hard building your own small business and it can support your life while you're running it, but you, yeah. can't, you can't run it forever. You know, you have to have no. that strategy, right? We, we, we all are small business owners, and I've, I'm in my third business now, actually, but we all are small business owners forget ourselves. We neglect ourselves and forget to pay ourselves. And I think there was always that rule, pay yourself first. And unfortunately, I try and say to all small business owners, treat yourself as an employee. You would put 9.5% away for an employee. At least do that as a minimum. If you're taking out $500 a week, 45 to super. If you're doing $100 a week, then, you know, do the 90 to super. You have to do it because if you don't, it's all those small little amounts that are going to accumulate and compound over time that will make a huge, huge difference. Besides the fact also, which people often forget, super is the asset protection. And so many small business owners put everything on the line in their business and then you just need one accident or somebody to sue you and you'll lose everything and at least just super. Even if you were to lose your house, you've got some money there for the rainy day when you do retire. So yeah, really passionate about that because so many, we pay everybody, we look after everybody else. And I've got to say women, we're even worse. Us women are small business owners, this is a double whammy. We're often not paid fair price. We're always working only part, not always, but a lot of time part-time initially. So that's why I actually find I'm in sync with small business owners and even just women having low balances and super. So my thing is about getting that message to both. But when you've got women in small business, well, we've got a real, we've got a real effect happening. So yeah, 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 yeah. So how does how does someone start small? Like you say, you know, even if you're not making profits and all that kind of stuff, I want to know because I would have probably done what you were just yeah. just in my first five years of business. Yeah. But anyway, um, I'm now catching up, playing catch up. <laughs> and that's exactly it. Look, even if you start small now and even if you don't have a lot of profit, the very most basic and simple one I say to all my clients, do $20 a week. At the end of the year, you're going to have $1,000. You don't claim a tax deduction because you've got no profit and it doesn't matter. But by doing that and lodging that and then letting it, putting it through your tax return, let your account know you've done it, you'll get $500 from the government. So even just that on a basics, every year at least one and a half thousand is going in your super. Now the other great one I love is the spouse contribution. If you've got a partner who's got a higher taxable income than you, obviously you're in the business and maybe not earning a lot at this stage. Yes. If they contribute $3,000 to your super as a spouse contribution, they'll get a $540 rebate. So there are thresholds to do, so talk to your accountant or financial plan, but amazing that automatically, like I've got a couple of clients that go, without even trying too hard, your super could be growing by $5,000 a year. Now, it's not a lot, but over 15, 20 years, and with compound earning, and especially if you're in some of these industry super funds, seriously, they're earning 9 and 10% return. It's much better than a term deposit, just consistency and small. And I often say, start $20 or $50 a week or a month, and then grow it. Once you're not missing it, do another 25, 30, and keep growing it. And yeah, amazing. I, I completely agree. I think yeah. uh, setting things that set and forget also from your account. Yes. <laughs> Everything I do, even like paying down mortgages, like anything that I want to pay down, 
it's literally set and forget and yes. used to be like my first couple of years that i contributed i'd put the lump sum like say in june before the end of that which is right yes. now i would have done it right yes. now in the year that we are and um and that was okay but it hurt a lot like because you'd have to like separate it from your you know yes. like you kind of you got to go down by a lot now it's like monthly for myself and for Stuart, and i literally do not even um you don't miss it you don't miss it you live on what's in the bank account and we're all psychologically like that we live on less as it is for some clients saying that i do suggest doing what you were saying that i say put a small amount every month and then in may or june do your tax planning and then do take the money out of your home loan offset but all year that money's worked for you you've been paying less on your home loan so in a way you're using the money all year and then in May or June, dump in the extra 10 or 15 to get you to the 25,000 maximum you can put in. So it's a bit of a, yeah, it's a balance for what will work for people. But as you say, I'm the same. To pull out 15, have my home loan go up by 15, it hurts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it I, is I, mental. It's a psychological thing. So. Oh, don't touch my big account. I'm a very protective of that one. <laughs> like, you know, the offsetting account. Yeah. You always have a laugh when we meet with my mortgage broker. Are you going to be okay for this? You know, it's yeah. just yeah, all that psychology behind it. Amazing. So, um. Um, the advice yes. is start small, even if it's just 20 bucks and put it on set and forget exactly. it. You really are not going to miss it. Tell the, these guys who are listening, obviously, then a lot of people are going, what's this 25,000? You know, so yes. what is the tax saving strategy? Why 25,000? I know that's what we're doing and it's going up in no. July 27,500. And a half, exactly. So the maximum you can put into super and claim the tax deduction is 25,000. Now you don't want to go, if you don't need that tax deduction, like you've got to look at how far you need your profit is before you put it in. Yes. Because I do want people to realise when you put the money in the super, you are going to pay a little bit of tax and they're 15%. So you want to make sure you're saving more outside so you're not trapping it in super, okay? There is a bit of a trade-off and it does matter how old you are. So as much as I encourage people to put money in super, yep. I don't want it also trapped, but then there's an emergency, you can't access it. But 25,000 is a maximum. And you do need to realise that there is, um, normally you couldn't catch it up. There is a bit of a thing coming that is now available for people if their balance is under 500 to catch up on contributions. But the main thing is that every year, if you don't use it though, it's almost like it's lost. So you want to take advantage of it. Now, I have a lot of clients that go, oh, yeah, but I can't, I don't want to trap it in super and all these other excuses. But I want to let you know, if you pay the tax, you're never going to see that money back again. By putting it in super, I know it's kind of trapped, but you're going to have that there when you retire at 60 or 65. You're going to use your money. And if you think relying on the age pension is a way to live, I've got to tell you, it isn't. The clients I deal with and how miserable, you know, they really do have to cut back on their standard of living. And that's not what we want. We want to have a comfortable retirement, I think, when we retire. So, yeah. but 25,000 is the maximum per year. And as you mentioned that, 27 and a half as of 1 July, it is going to increase slightly. And it was interesting you said you could do a bit of a catch up, can you? There is. If you haven't done 25,000 in the last two years, um, because let's say, and I have a lot of clients, they either sell an investment property or they sell share portfolio and they've got a bit of a capital gain, then if there's a tax problem, sometimes you're allowed to do a catch-up. So I've got clients that can do up to 45 or 50 in one year because they haven't done it for the last two years. So it just depends. But do definitely get advice because they don't want you to breach your caps. Um, but, yeah, it's come in very, very handy, especially clients with investment properties and with the property market doing what it's doing. Some people have had a bit of a capital gain. And why pay tax? Seriously. Yeah. Well, Throw the 40 or 50. Yeah. 40% outside, then 15% in 
plus Medicare, 2%. People always forget that. They just think of the tax rate plus the 2% of Medicare and they go, well, you might as well save that and put it away for a rainy day. So So let's talk about, you touched on just now, property. Uh, Yes. Talk to me a bit about this buying property through super. And I know you're a big fan about business premises being purchased and all that. Tell us about that. So that's been that was really probably a big focus of my book was and that was the reason the passion for me writing my book was trying to educate small business owners that if they contribute to super regularly and if they grow their super balance once they have enough in super then they could look at buying their own business premises and what I find is once my business owner clients own their own business premises they're so much more engaged with their super they own it better it's not that it's sitting with Sun Super Australian Super rest or host or whoever they are now so much more focused because they instead of paying rent to somebody else they're now paying rent to themselves and then they can put as well the twenty five thousand each and if you've got a husband and wife wow the numbers start to compound and grow beautifully so and some clients if they need to they can also borrow in super again you need to get the right advice and it's not for everybody because it is a, it can be quite expensive but the effect it's had for clients to own their own warehouse, their own shop, their own office building, and to be in control of everything. And honestly, when you sell your business, you still keep the rental property and the new business owner is just going to pay you rent. And you're just set up beautifully in your retirement, I find. Um, and yeah, we won't even get to when you're in pension that basically your income and retirement can almost be, well, it is tax-free effectively. So when clients get to understand and appreciate super and the low tax environment that super is, they'll better understand why, yeah, to be doing it and making the most of it, definitely. Yeah. So what's the, you know, because you're the expert in terms of um, self-managed super funds, so for those people who don't know, what's the difference between a non and a self-managed super So there's basically three types of super funds we say. There's industry super fund, which are the ones most people hear about, Australian super, Q super, Sun super. You've probably got Vic super down there. Um, Everywhere's got their own. Then we've got the public offer funds. They're the ones people have heard, Colonial, Macquarie, BT, AMP. And then a self-managed super fund, you take on the responsibility. You'll be a member and you'll also be a trustee or a director of the trustee of the self-managed super fund. So you end up managing and controlling how your money is invested. Now, this is not for everyone because it is quite onerous and another responsibility. But generally, I find most business owners, because they're already running a business and they have got a company or a family trust or some other structure, they're already quite savvy with a lot of this stuff. So sometimes the self-managed super fund is not really a a huge extra responsibility. But if people aren't good with their paperwork, I'm going to be honest, I've told people this isn't for you because you're just going to run into problems when it gets audited. You've got to do the accounting. You've got to get the auditing done. You take on the responsibility that the other, you know, the other super funds have got their managers doing for them. Yes. But it gives you flexibility. And to be honest, I would not set up a self-managed super fund unless you're going to buy direct property or unless you're actively share trading. To be honest, the other public offer funds have got all the bells and whistles. You can own a lot of direct shares and managed funds in there. You don't need a self-managed super fund and the headaches. Yeah, there is paperwork, okay? Nothing's a walk in the park. Nothing's always easy. If you want a reward, it's a bit of work. But yeah, it is so worthwhile. I mean, I love having my own as well as setting it up for clients. But done right, it works. But it also, if you're not a paperwork person and meticulous, it can be a nightmare. So, yeah. So what kind of clients do you mostly work with? Um, it's all industries. But my favourite, I always say my tradies. Um, I just find that 
it's that small business line that's probably hitting turn. I've been, they've been in business four or five years. They've had about, you know, 500 to 1,000 turnover to a million. Um, they're running profitably and they're paying tax. Um, and that's what I hate to say like that, but it's generally they've been established so that they've got some rhythm to the business. The business is consistent. They're able to pay their rent. They're not struggling week to week now. And now because they're in that level of sustainability, now they want the next step, that they want to own their premises. They want more control of where they are. So, yeah, it can be in any industry. I find this works really brilliantly. Um, I work with, I've worked with doctors. I work with tradies. Um, yeah, yeah, everybody. Yeah, yeah. Oh, well, they work really hard, don't they? And if they don't, you know, get create a nest egg for themselves, you know, their body... You know, can't go on for so long. No, something. no, they know that, and 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 I like it because it's normally also husband and wife. The small the small business owners are normally, um, you know, mum and dad business, and they've got kids, school age kids. Um, everything's for them. They they work hard, but then when they take time off for the kids with the family, and family's important to them. So, I do find that really amazing. You know, I can disconnect with them so well. They, you know, they're working weekends, they're working nights, like I do. Like you, you we, we we all relate to each other. You know that we're all in there to do the best for their clients. They do want to do good service, but yeah, yeah, they're at that level. Yeah, and um, do you believe that everyone should have like a financial advisor or planner? Like, I think <laughs> I um, I never had one prior to starting business, and maybe yeah. some people watching watching this may not be also business owners yeah. um, and all that sort of stuff. Um, and I think because I was exposed to like-minded people, and then in my networking groups. You'd yeah. have different experts and you go, oh, gosh, maybe it should should get some advice. And I've had one for the last 10 years, which I think is, I don't know what they know. Like, you know, yeah. what do we pay at financial advisors for? You tell me, Rita. Yeah. I mean, I I, I think, unfortunately, so many people are sceptical of financial planners. And, it, and it's a big problem. I find I'm overcoming this burden. And I constantly have meetings with clients that will sit down. I've been burnt. I don't want you selling me product. And see, I'm probably very, I'm a bit unusual to most financial planners because I'll do an initial meeting and I actually will charge for an initial meeting where some financial planners will do a meeting for free. Yeah. And I think that's the distinction that then often, and unfortunately, I will be honest, some financial planners probably won't talk to you unless you've got a pot of gold or got some money to invest. I, on the other hand, would rather have that initial meeting for an hour and a half and then say to clients, look, you're on the right way. Look, maybe you need to review your super. You know, the maximum is 25. Maybe you need to add a bit extra. Have a chat. And then once they're ready to come back or have grown their super to a better level, that then it's worthwhile. Look, financial planners will charge between three dollars to $4,000 to have a statement of advice. But at least you get a pathway. What a financial plan is like, as it says, the plan is like saying where we are now and where do you want to be? And what are the steps we're going to take to get you there? And then obviously you should be meeting once or twice a year, at least once a year with your financial plan and just check in. Are we on target or aren't we? Yeah. And you and I know that once we set goals and once it's in writing, we work to it and innately, without thinking, subconsciously, you work to it and you achieve your goals. And that's what I find with a lot of my clients. Sometimes they think they're going nowhere, but we sit down and we reflect back and they go, tick, you've done this, you've done that. And they've been amazed. They don't feel they're doing it, but they... I had one client paid off heaps off their loan. They couldn't see it because they still had debt, but they didn't see it. They paid off 40 grand on their on their investment properties and they'd saved money and it was just amazing. And but I do you've got to invest. And as you say, now go to the experts. I mean, you know, I came to you to write my book because I didn't know where to start. I had this idea and I Googled and yeah. you know, we met and you've got to invest in yourself 
and invest the time. If you don't want to talk to a financial planner, do talk to an accountant because I think a lot of the stuff does override with being an accountant and a financial planner and some of it is just tax advice. Unfortunately, though, I'm going to tell you, a lot of accounts don't even tell people to put money in super. Sometimes some of the accounts don't get the big picture of a little bit every year. You're, at the end of the day, at 60, 65, you will see this nice nest egg make a difference in your life. Um, you know, most people should have five to 600,000 in their super when they retire. And as a couple, that would mean 1.2 yep. or a million. Yep. But they're nowhere near it. The average Australian is nowhere near that balance. And it's really scary. So it is just something to think about. So I totally recommend, but I, and I know I sound biased because I'm a financial planner, but I've seen the difference I can make to people's lives. And I love, I just do the one report. They don't need to come back for a year or two or three. And then I just do an hourly rate with them. I don't need to, I don't, I'm, I'm not somebody who does charge commissions and all of that, whereas some of the others do charge a percentage and all that. Fair enough. Yeah, I completely agree. I have my annual catch-up or even just a tax base in between six months. And then there's other tax-saving strategies that you're not aware of, you know, bonds and things like that. That's something we're looking into now and, um, you know, in addition to diversifying. And you're right, you know, you don't add it all up or or see that you're making progress because you're just doing your uh, whole normal routine in your business. Um, and then you get your statement of advice. I was very pleasantly surprised about our results the other week. I only yeah. had my appointment two weeks ago, two Fridays ago. And I was like, what? <laughs> you, know, what's, yeah. you know, this is looking good and we're on track to what we want to achieve and when we want to be. And yeah. you're absolutely right to get the advice. Um, you know, even if you're starting small without any, um, you know, you don't, you're not making profits or whatever it is, even if nah. it's just the time and, um and the energy in learning a little bit about it and as i said i'd rather pay my four four thousand yeah. dollars for advice yeah. once a year um uh then of course not know what i'm doing yeah. and haven't put the money and i've just lost the 40 percent in the tax <laughs> you know whereas yeah. i could have just paid my you know what i mean like it's just yeah. crazy exactly. so what, what can people um what will people learn a little bit more depth behind what we've been chatting about today in your book Okay, well, <laughs> kind of summarised it all, haven't I? So my book actually takes small business owners from the journey of when they're starting. Because yep. when I went to write the book, I was just going to talk about buying your property in super, and I realised you couldn't just go bang straight to the in the middle where it was important, chapter seven. So I ended up writing the book with the focus of whether you're a small business owner starting out with some ideas about managing your cash flow and setting your budget, to then giving you strategies how to build your super. So then we can actually buy the investment property in super. And then I also deal with on the other side, when we come out and we're retiring, how we're going to sell the property, how we're going to deal with capital gains tax, and just some retirement planning strategies for clients to consider. So I suppose I kind of take people on that whole journey from where to go, wherever they may be in the in the cycle of their business, I think there's something to be gained. Um, but yeah, it was a bit hard trying to work out how, when I wrote the book and until I did the whole course and seminar and thought about it, I went, no, this is the path I have to do. Yeah. So, so tell us yeah. about that. How was it? What was, what actually finally made you go, okay, I'm doing this, you know, what was, what's your vision? I guess now we also in the future, I want to know what the, the kind of things you want to be doing. Going with it. I think, I mean, I came along and I heard you talk and, and, and I think I'd only just lost my dad, ironically, three weeks or a month earlier. And I suppose when you lose, that was my last parent. So I think you always think, what's why are we here? What's my legacy in life? 
And then ironically in that time, I started to have those clients turn up three or four meetings in one week that just whacked me. I got tired of saying the same story. I went, obviously I've got a message here because everyone who met me said to me, no one's ever told me, no one's ever explained it like you did, that I didn't understand. I've never had an accountant or a other financial planner say it the way you've done. Now it all makes sense. I wish we'd started earlier. So it was that moment. And then you obviously came into my life. I heard you talk and I went away and thought about it. I signed up for the online program, don't forget. I started yes. with that. Yes. And then I upgraded to the, the lovely retreat in Melbourne and came down end of November 2018. Um, and then I pushed myself to write that book because we had an election coming up. My book was going to be out of date. <laughs> Luckily for me, um, you know, Scott Morrison did get elected because otherwise my book was almost out of date in May before it was even launched. But luckily that didn't happen. But that was the catalyst to do it. And then I, um, yeah, and then I've got out and I've promoted the book. I'm now starting to develop an online program yeah. and I'm working with you. Yeah. Um, and I'm hoping to do that about what I've talked about, about teaching people how to increase their super, the different strategies they can do to grow their super. So my program's probably going to be bigger and bigger than Ben Hur the more I keep expanding. Um, and obviously then even going through what to do to buy a property and what to look for buying a property in super. Obviously, I think a transaction like that probably still will need one-on-one, -on -one. Um, yeah. but maybe it'll even get people set up before they go to the financial planner and set that up. They'll at least have yeah, got to the account balance they need, the three hundred or four hundred thousand super, and be have more ownership of their super. So yeah, that's my journey so far, and who knows where going forward. So. Yeah, no, I mean you. Um, I know you're not one to kind of put put the what is it? Put the put boots up and. Um, yeah, right. <laughs> anyway, because you just you've got so much energy yourself that, and you're so passionate about this topic. I, I know because you know you're always like, okay, you know, I don't understand why people are, why do this. And why are they not doing this? Why do they not see it? How can they not understand? <laughs> I love it, and that's why I think yeah. we got along, and we ended up keep connecting. And now, you know, hopefully, yeah. I can come up to Ken's. Um, again, yes. spoken guard for dinner again. But um, yes. your book, tell us your book. Show us your book close up because I can see the back. And it's sitting behind that shoulder too, by the way. Yeah, <laughs> I was yeah, yeah. <laughs> Today's Profits, to, um, Tomorrow's Freedom. And um, yeah. a reader's book is available on all your Amazon, Barnes & Noble, yes. online resellers. And she does have her own website. It's a little bit tricky. S-M-S-F. Okay. And then there's a tab. I've already posted the link. This is just for the recording in case people are hearing this on audio um, or watching it on YouTube or whatever. But there is a tab called Reader's Book. And if you buy directly off her website, she, she also sends you a signed copy. Um, and yeah. so, yeah, I've put the link up. And um, uh, Teresa, uh, one of my authors, actually fellow author, uh, she goes, how do we co contact Rita? And there it is. <laughs> Teresa, yeah. you definitely need to speak to Rita because Teresa has been in a very successful business for a long time. And oh. um, and she definitely would benefit from having a chat to you um, about it. She's based in Brisbane. So oh, there you go. yeah, yeah, yeah. So Rita's based in Cairns, but of course you would work with clients kind of all over Australia. Yeah. Well, thanks to COVID, I'm used to doing Zoom now. So I'll even do initial consults with Zoom and everything. And yeah, 
and I get I've got even an ca online calendar on my diary. They can book in for a meeting and everything on my you website. Can take you. <laughs> you keep playing. Hey, it's all because of you. None of this happened before you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, now she's. You're also my online program creation bootcamp participant, and and as we said, we she's building her online program. Um, about the buying property through your super and all that kind of stuff. So, you know, hold her accountable to it. Ask her, uh, you know, for me in about three or four months time. Rita, is the online program ready? Is it done? <laughs> because I know. it's just another one of those things. It requires a lot of effort and energy and um, application. Uh, but I know how um, how much of a, you know, compliant student you are. And I definitely yeah. think this will bring value into what you do and, and that you, you can't just keep repeating yourself. Like it's just no. exhausting, you know, and um, you've done your hard yards and it's time that mm. people benefit from the wisdom that you've collated. I mean, this is why we pay experts. We don't want to do the 30 years that Rita's done. We just want to see our situation <laughs> over us. Tell us in like, you know, the summary points and get on with what our genius zone is. So that's yeah. your genius zone. So congratulations. I'm, I'm super proud of you. I love seeing everything you do. I really appreciate every help. Like, you know, you're a busy person, but you've always, you know, hosted us in Cairns and always came and gave up half of your day, if not more, to be at events. And this is what, you know, this is what, you know, I think um, successful people do. Because you also see the best, it's a clever thing. You know, you keep expanding your network of new people who then see you, you know, being positioned, give up your time to do this interview today, even we, you know, um to to just serve and that's 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 what successful mindset's about and that's what we want to impart with you guys on these monday morning lives so rita thank you so much um Thanks. you're a legend and uh, i will see you first weekend. <laughs> see you guys and look up readers today's profits tomorrow's freedom and get her book bye, bye. thanks